the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's 12 midnight here, and uh, we're ready to get started. Thanks for joining. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour. Hey, we'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be taking your prayer requests and praying for your prayer requests and uh, answering questions about the Bible. So, yes, this is a live program. We are live here in studio and ready to take your calls. But before we do anything, let's pray. Would you pray for this next hour for that the Lord would just take over that the Holy that we would experience the Holy Spirit tonight? So Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you and I praise you. Because you are awesome and you are mighty and you are sovereign. You are so in control of all things, Lord. And there's nothing that's beyond your reach, and there's nothing that you are not able to do, Lord. You are able to do abundantly, exceedingly beyond our requests. But tonight, Lord, we have requests, we have needs. Lord, our need is for you. Our need is that you would be manifest tonight in this radio broadcast. Lord, that we would feel and know your power, that we would be that you would reveal your love and your grace and your mercy. Holy Spirit, take over for this next hour. Take over, Lord, and do all that you desire to do. Reach out and touch and bless each and every listener tonight, Lord, each and every prayer request, each and every need, Lord. We put all this before you, Lord, and we say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome to guide, to lead, to empower, to do all that you desire to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program. We're here in the studio tonight, as always, every Saturday night at midnight, and we're ready to take your calls. We're ready to uh, just seek the Lord on your behalf. You know, what does the Lord say? What does the Bible say in First John? I love reading the scripture. It says, this is the confidence. I love that word. You can be confident. You know, how many times do you pray and you ask, you know, where did my prayer go? Did, my, did, did the Lord hear my prayer? Am I just praying and, 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 and just saying words? No. This is the confidence you can have. You can know that the Lord hears your voice, that the Lord hears your prayer, that the Lord knows your needs. This is the confidence which we have before him, before Christ, before the Lord, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He hears us. He knows your voice. He knows who you are. He knows what you're going through. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. Well, I want to encourage you that the Lord hears your prayers. The Lord knows your situation. And whatever the situation is, when you bring it to him in prayer, he answers each and every prayer. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, sometimes it's wait. But he answers each and every prayer. You know, waiting on the Lord sometimes can be the hardest thing that there is. Waiting on the Lord, waiting for his time. You know, the, uh, we, 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 there's a catchphrase that the Lord uh, may not always be on time, but he's never late. He's not on our time. He's not on your time. But he's never late. He knows when and when, when, when to move in your life. But we need to be asking. We need to be seeking. We need to be those who come before him in confidence, knowing that he hears us. 
Well, if you'd like to come before the Lord tonight in prayer, if you have a prayer request, if you have a need, you know, if there's something you want to bring before the Lord, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. For the live on the air calls, if you have a prayer request, if you want to bring something before the Lord, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know, there's some people that, that I know who needs prayer tonight. You know, Pastor Safka was in the hospital this week. Uh, thankfully, he's home and, and recovering. We want to pray for Pastor Safka. We also want to pray for my brother Michael. He was in the hospital this week. Uh, thank God he uh, he got released from the hospital today. He's home and recovering from a very bad infection uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Steve Ingalls who uh, who was diagnosed with, uh, with with skin cancer. We want to pray for Steve, and of course we want to pray for many uh, recovering from cancer and, and Jules and Walter, so many uh, that are recovering from cancer and going through chemotherapies. So we want to pray for them. And also I got a, a prayer request today from a gentleman by the name of Jeff. He hurt his knee and is barely able to walk, so we just want to pray for Jeff. So, Father, we bring these requests to you. We pray for Pastor Safka. We pray for Michael and Jules. Lord, we pray for many. We pray for everybody who's going through chemotherapy, Lord, who's suffering and, 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 and fighting cancer, Lord. But the victory, Lord, is in you. The victory over every disease, every sickness is in you, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that you would bless each and every one I just mentioned, Lord, Jeff and Steve and everybody. Father, we just bring these requests before you, Lord, for healing, for total and complete healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you have a prayer request, if you, you know, we just stood in the gap for for, for, for Pastor Safka and Michael, my brother, and, and Steve and Jeff. We just stood in the gap for them. So if you're praying with me, then you're standing in the gap too. Let's stand in the gap together for those who need prayer, for those who need somebody to lift them up before the Lord. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, uh, anything you want to bring before the Lord, just call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. How about a Bible question? Is there anything about the Bible that uh a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity? You know, uh, a lot of people say that there are uh uh conflicts in the Bible that there are mistakes in the Bible. Well, if you found what you think is a contradiction or a mistake, let's talk about it. You know, if there's something you heard this week, uh, uh, a sermon, a prayer, uh, not a prayer, uh, a sermon or a teaching or something, you know, that you want to get a better understanding on, you want to ask a question, let's seek the Word together and just seek the, the Lord in His Word for the answer to your question. So for Bible questions, uh Religious questions, whether you, it's about the cults, the occult, world religions, uh, anything at all that's on your mind tonight, give us, give us a call, and we'll talk about it. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two For the live on-the-air calls, for your Bible questions, for your prayer requests, call in tonight. Don't get late. You know, uh, you know we're an hour show, but things get uh, busy here, so call in early. Let's get to your calls. Let's get to your prayer requests. Let's get to your questions, your testimonies, your praise reports. Number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We're going to go to the phone line. So uh, uh, pretty soon. So if you're holding, please continue to hold, and we'll get to your calls in just a few minutes. I just want to make mention that uh, we get together every Friday night for a prayer meeting, prayer and worship, every Friday night. So if you're looking for somewhere to to be on Friday nights. What better place than to be in the house of the Lord, to be in his presence in prayer and worship? You know, we're, we're studying, we're finishing up uh, the Gospel of, of Mark in our studies. And this week we'll be finishing up in the 16th chapter. Last night we did the 15th chapter of Mark. We'll be talking about it a little bit later. But come on out uh, to Arcadia on Friday nights at 8 p.m. where we meet at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's really easy to get to. Uh, it's right off the 210 freeway. So uh, if you're on the 210 freeway, get off at Santa Anita and go north one, one block, and you'll see Foothill Boulevard. Make another, make a right on Foothill Boulevard, and you'll see First Avenue just a block away. So make another right on First Avenue, and you'll see us around halfway down the street. Uh, we're on the corner of Forest and First. That's 805 
North First Avenue every Friday night. Put it on your calendar. Uh, put an alarm on your on your cell phone. But come on out and pray with us. Come on out and worship with us uh, at 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 p.m. Also, uh, there's Sunday church on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. So if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home, come out to the Hills Church 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings, the same address, 805 North First Avenue. Pastor Walter is the, is, the, is the pastor there, and it's a great place to be. So I encourage you to come out to church 10 a.m. Uh, on Sunday mornings and also 8 p.m. on Friday nights. That's where we get together. So I'm, hoping to look forward, I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Let, let us know you're there. Uh, also, you can listen to us on podcast. So if you've missed the program or you want to share the program with somebody, just go to kkla.com, look for the podcast page, and you'll see us there, the Gypsy Christian Hour. You can uh, catch up on uh, shows that you've missed. Uh, You could share it with somebody who can't stay up this late to to listen live, but share our program uh, and let us know that you're listening to our podcast page. With that, I want to encourage you again to call in with your prayer requests, call in with your questions, and uh, we're going to get to the phone lines. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on the air calls. Call in with your prayer requests, your Bible questions, and testimonies and praise reports. And let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Bailey. Hi, Bailey. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? What can we do for you? Hi, the pastor Gypsy. God bless you. Thanks. I feel lost. What's that, Bailey? I feel lost, like emotionally. You feel lost? Why do yeah. you Why do you feel lost, Bailey? What's going on? I didn't um, pass the exam. Okay. Yeah, I did feel lost. Well, you know, there's, there's, you know, every time, you know, we we fail, we learn something, Bailey. And, you know, um, this is not a reason to feel lost. You know, you failed an exam. You know, okay, yeah, so so you're going to have to take the exam again. You're going to have to find out where you, uh, where you failed, and you're going to make changes. You know, uh, Thomas Edison failed over 280 times before he invented the light bulb. And when he asked about all the times that he, that he failed, he said, look, you know, I didn't fail 280 times. I know 280 ways not to make a light bulb. You know, and I don't want I don't want to you know uh, minimize your your loss. I don't want to minimize your feelings. But we learn more from our failures than we do from our successes. You know, mm-hmm. you need to take this as a learning experience. Yes, you failed your exam. You you haven't moved on, but you haven't moved on yet. You know, learn from this experience. Learn from what happened. Learn from whatever mistakes you might have made, or or or, or whatever the reason was for the for the for the failure in this exam, and you know, learn from it and bring it before the Lord and and and, and make the changes and go on. You know, we there's nothing wrong with falling forward. You know, don't fall back. Don't feel lost because you're not lost. The Lord knows. The Lord knows exactly where you are, and the Lord is with you. The Holy Spirit empowers you. The Holy Spirit gives you wisdom. You know, the Holy Spirit just put it on your heart to call in tonight. We're going to pray for your situation. You know, but you're not lost. You're nobody's. Nobody is lost when they're when they're with the Lord. You know, the Lord loves you. He gave His Son to. You know, are you a Christian, Bailey? Do you know yeah. the Lord? Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been going on like, on and off depression because of that. Well, I want I want to encourage you that you're not lost. You know, you might feel you might feel lost, but we don't go by feelings. We don't walk by our feelings. We walk by faith, not by you know, we walk by faith, not by sight. You know, we don't walk by what we see or what we feel. We walk in the Lord. We walk in our faith with the Lord that He has never left. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. He's always with you, Bailey. He hasn't left you, he's with you, and he's ready to help you and encourage you. And, and, and help you to move on and hopefully eventually retake this this, this, this this exam and you'll pass the exam, you know, as according to, to the work that you put into it. Yeah. Does that make sense, Bailey? Yeah, my professor, like, put me down, but I told him, like, 
lot due respect, uh, uh, sir, uh, I'm gonna take the class again. He said, I respect your, your, your attitude mm-hmm. because I have, um, uh, a learning disorder. Mm-hmm. I have you... a learning disorder, like, you know, I learn differently. Right. There's a, and you're not alone in that either. There are many, many students today, you know, that are on special plans, that have special, uh, needs and the schools thank god have 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 recognized these things and they make they make uh, allowances for this and i'm sure that if you see a a guidance counselor that uh, i'm sure they'll help you in in this area yeah so, so father i just pray lord right now for bailey <clears throat> there are so many lord that are listening right now and are joining me to pray for bailey lord we pray lord that you would that you would just that you would just extend your love and your grace upon Bailey, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to him, Lord, to know that he's not lost. Lord, that his feelings don't dictate his life, Lord. Circumstances don't dictate his life. You're the sovereign Lord of his life, and you will lead him and you will guide him and you will empower him. Lord, you say in the book of, in the book of James that if anybody, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him come to the one who gives without without prejudice. Lord, you give wisdom to those who ask. And I ask, Lord, we ask for wisdom for Bailey, Lord, that he would be able to see where he's at in his circumstance, Lord, and just leave it to you and move on. Move on and do what needs to be done in his life, Lord. I pray that you would just abundantly bless Bailey, Lord, to know that he is perfectly loved, perfectly accepted, and, and and perfectly made in your image, that he would know that he is a child of God, that he would know, Lord, that he has all every opportunity before him, Lord, to move on and to prosper. Lord, I pray that Bailey would prosper and be in health as his soul prospers. And I pray for prosperity of his soul, Lord, that he would know the love and the mercy, the grace and the compassion and peace of a perfect God. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Bailey. And I'd like you to call me back and let me know when you pass this test, when you pass this exam, okay? I have to take it next year. Okay, well, we'll be here next year, hopefully, if the Lord tarries, okay? I'll be looking forward to it. God bless you. Thanks for calling. Thank you, God God bless. And if you'd like to call in tonight for prayer, for whatever reason, call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. If you have a question about the Bible, about the Christianity, about uh, the cults, the occult, world religion, whatever is your question tonight, whatever is on your mind, let's talk about it. The number is 1-888-995-5552. We're going to go to the next caller and talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thanks for calling. Yes. I wanted prayer for my friend. Her name is Tessie. And she's a recent uh, widow. Uh-huh. And when I spoke to her, she is so sad and discouraged and depressed mm-hmm. and lonely. And then she talks like, what? Like she doesn't want to be here anymore. But I know it's fresh. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you have to go through it. But, you know, she needs prayer right now. Amen. And her name is Effie? No, Tessie T. Tessie. Okay, uh-huh. Tessie. Okay, let's pray for Tessie. And also, you know, since you've mentioned that she's a a widow, I also want to pray for a a widower by the name of Chris. He just lost his wife, a very precious lady. Her her name was Lydia. So let's pray for for Chris and we'll pray for Tessie. Father, we pray, Lord, for those who have lost loved ones. Lord, it's a a terrible, we, we, we say it's a loss, Lord, but it's heaven's gain. Whenever somebody passes from this world and comes into your kingdom. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for salvation. I thank you, Lord, that one day we will all be together in your kingdom, in your presence, Lord. But we pray, Lord, for for Tessie and for Chris, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would comfort them. You said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted, because you're their comforter. You are their peace. Lord, I just pray that you would fill that place in their heart, that empty place, Lord, that void, Lord, of separation. But I thank you, Lord, because the hope is in you. 
The hope is to be in your kingdom. The hope is to be in your presence. And we will all enjoy that presence, Lord, when we come to you, whether we, we, we pass from this earth or we go in the rapture, Lord. One day we will be together. One day we will all be reunited with our perfect love. And that's you, Lord. You're the perfect love that we desire. You're the one we come to. You're the one we run to, Lord. So I just pray for these two, Lord. Lord, that you would fill their life with your joy and your peace, with your blessing. We just bring them before you, and we bring everyone before you, Lord, who's suffering this same loss, the loss of a loved one. Lord, I pray for for the families of these four servicemen that were killed, Lord, in battle. Lord, as one was laid to rest today, Lord, we saw it on television, and we just pray for each and every family, Lord, the the, the, the military families that lose loved ones, Lord, lives that are taken so young. But I pray, Lord, that you would do all that you desire to do, that you would bless, that you would give peace and comfort in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Elizabeth. Thank you for calling. Yes. Good night. Well, let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Karen Williamson, calling from Los Angeles, California, the city of the angels. Amen. And I'm almost 70 years old. I don't look like it. I don't walk like it. <laughs> I don't have gray hair, wrinkles, crinkles, or anything else. Well, God I, bless you. I, I drink coconut water and uh, vitamin water. <laughs> and I still drink purified water that well, I filter myself. Well, I'm glad you're doing so well. How can we pray for you tonight? And then people look at me and they say, where are you from the youth? I want to pray for everybody that has prayed for me. I've had multiple sclerosis for 30 years, mm-hmm. but I've survived. Nobody even knew what the disorder was, but it's a neurological disorder right. that uh, takes the myelin layers mm-hmm. out of your nervous system right. and your body. You can't do anything about it. It's a deteriorating and a degenerative disease, but if you eat, healthy, green, green, red, red, orange, orange, um, and you go organic, right. then usually you'll be able to survive. And I, well, I can't, because of, I lost a lot of my vision, uh-huh. I can't see the TV anymore, so I only listen to the radio. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. I'm, I, I hear I hear it in your voice that you're you're you're... You're a joyful spirit, and I just thank the Lord for you. And let's pray right now. Father, I thank you for Karen. I thank you for, for, for being with her, Lord, and for filling her life, Lord, filling her life with joy and with people who pray for her, Lord. And we just pray for those who have prayed for her, Lord, and we ask your blessing, Father, upon each and every one, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, for the prayer warriors and the prayer partners, Lord, that have prayed for Karen all these years, Lord, even through this terrible uh, disease, Lord. You are our comforter. You are our sustainer. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who who provides and heals us, Lord. So I just thank you, Father, for all that you're doing for for Karen and for the people that are praying for her, Lord. I just thank you, Lord. And I pray that your continued blessing upon her life, Lord. Lord, that as Moses went up the the hill, Lord, when he was what 120 years old, he his eye was not dim and his 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 feet were not failing him, Lord. I pray, Lord, that for for Karen, Lord, that as she moves on, Lord, as she goes on in this life, Lord, that you would just strengthen her and empower her, Father. I just thank you for all of this, Lord, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, I'd like to just always say this in closing: that God has showed me that He is still alive and well in this earth realm. Amen. He showed me. Uh, to be one of his victorious warriors under the grace of God, because they said the fervent prayer of a righteous man, it will avail us much. And God's word will never fail, but uh, men's words will defeat you and fail you, but God's word will not. And after people see me almost 70 years old, they say, well, whatever you're doing, we want to do what you do. I said, well, the first thing you need to do is come to Christ. Amen. Yes, definitely. That's the first thing. Well, listen, Karen, thank you for calling. I appreciate your encouragement. And I appreciate, you know, you calling and sharing with us. So God bless you. 
Okay, and I'll ask and I'm going to stay with you because that's all I got is the radio. But I'm going to stay with you as many hours as I can always stay up when well, I am. Thank you so much. God bless you. I, when I can take my rest, and when I do, I do, and I'm blessed to wake up one more day in the land of the living. Amen. And uh, I stay with you. I'm with you. Okay, thank I'm you. you. I'm with you, my brother. <laughs> God you bless you, my said, sister. You guys thank you. Up? donations or anything to keep your air on. I think I've donated already. Well, thank you so much. Uh, anybody who wants to donate <clears throat> can make their check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and we can you can send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. And, you know, uh, uh, we give that out uh, at the end of the program, so if anybody wants to get a pencil and paper and just... Uh, uh, Chandler will give you the uh, the information before we before we leave. So thank you okay, for your yes. thank you for I your interest. You, I know you have to go and serve the others, and uh, thank you for putting me on the air because uh, I love everybody loves Karen. I'm a mother, a grandmother, and a great grandmother, and everybody affectionately calls me Grandma Karen. Okay, Karen. Well, thank you for calling. God bless you. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Bobby. Hey, Bobby, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Sammy. How are you? Mil Bobby. Doing, doing good. Che Bobby, son. I'm a bimbo there. You know me. Okay. Hey, Bobby. So what's going on? What? How can we pray for you tonight? Sammy, I need a prayer. I just find it hard to forgive people. Mm. I need uh, God to help me. Really, the way he right. wants me to. Right. And for God's guidance and direction. Ever since my ex-wife since a year and a half. I'm just going to listen. Yeah. When the, it comes to communion, I think about it. Should I take it or should I not take it? Right. Well, I try to forgive, but really, truly, I can't. Well, you know, the best way to to learn to forgive is by being forgiven. Amen. And God has forgiven you. Amen. Think of uh, how we've hurt how we've hurt God so many times, how we've gone against his word, we've sinned against God. You know, David sent, said to the Lord, you know, Lord, I have sinned against you and only you. You know, we think we sin against people, but really and truly, we're breaking God's law. We're breaking God's commands, and we're sinning against him. But yet, though we were unforgivable, we were hopeless, lost in our sin, he sent Jesus Christ. And uh, I think of the words where Jesus said, to him who has been forgiven much, loves much. You know, we need to love God so much and be grateful to him for so much forgiveness and grace that we would not hold back forgiveness from anybody. You know, uh, we're only hurting ourselves. I, I You know, uh, I've heard people say that uh, holding... A, having unforgiveness in your heart is like taking poison and hoping somebody else dies, hoping yeah. the other person dies. You know, the only person we're hurting is ourselves. I hear it in your voice. And you said you, you come to communion and, you know, communion is a command. He says, whenever you come together, do this in remembrance of me. And we're to remember, we're to memorialize, we're to celebrate Christ's death, burial, and resurrection when we come to the Lord's table. So, it's a command, and we need to keep that command, and we need to be right. We need to take it in a in a worthy manner, and that means we need to get the the hate, we need to get the unforgiveness out of our hearts, and we need to give forgiveness. Why? Because we have been forgiven. We've been forgiven so much. So, Bobby, let's pray. Let's pray and ask the Lord. <clears throat> Lord, Mogadad, Naistukadirlo. You died for us, Lord. Lord, what greater expression of love is there, Mugodel, than to die for the unforgivable, to die for, for, for those who are so unworthy of your forgiveness? Mugodad, we are unworthy. There's no reason that you should have sent your son except that you loved us. There's no reason that you should forgive us, except that you love us. And Lord, you told us that if you love me, you will obey me. 
and one of your commands is to forgive. You said when you stand at the altar and you remember somebody who has something against you or that you have somebody against, something against, I re- we, we need to go to them and we need to forgive them. But Lord, sometimes we're not able to go to them, but we can forgive them. And I pray for Bobby Mokodel that he would be touched by the Holy Spirit, that he would be filled with your love, that he would be filled with your Holy Spirit, and that he would be able to extend not his forgiveness, but your forgiveness. You've forgiven him, and now he forgives others, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bobby, I just want you to say, I forgive. I forgive, Lord. I forgive because you forgave me. Forgive me. Take this out of my heart, Lord. Take this out of my heart, Lord. And replace it with your love. And replace it with your love. And your grace. And your grace. And your mercy. And your mercy. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. To forgive. To forgive. The way you've forgiven me. The way you've forgiven me. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Bobby, yes, Sammy. I know it's hard to forgive because we yeah. ha- we feel like we have the right to be hurt. And we do because people hurt us. But they hurt Jesus too and they hurt him worse and he forgave. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's follow his example because it's only hurting us when we don't forgive. Yeah. And, and And I know where you're at. You know, I've had the same problem. You know, I want to forgive, but sometimes it's hard. But we need to forgive. It's the best thing for us. It's the best thing for our relationship with Jesus. Amen. The thing of it is, Sammy, I've been a Christian for such a long time. I know. I know. I remember remember back in uh, Bethel Temple, we were together, remember? Remember the big yeah. church in Echo Park? Yes, Echo Park. Yeah. I'm going way back. Way back. And I and I know the difference between right and wrong, like all Paul and Romans. And I find myself that I can't forgive, and I know it's wrong and it's bad. Mm-hmm. But who's the who's the greatest judge I, of right? Bobby, who's the greatest judge of right and wrong? That's right. God is. <clears throat> he, he set the standard. He knows. Why do we know what's right and wrong? Because he told us what's right and wrong. He told us in his word. He's given us absolute uh, uh, imperative morals. He's given it to us. They're called statutes and ordinances. They're called the Ten Commandments. They're called his commands. We know what's right and wrong because he has told us what's right and wrong. So he's the, he's the best judge of what's right and wrong. But even though he knows the difference between right and wrong, he knows better than anybody else, any, any one of us, he still chose to forgive us our, our wrongs and make us right in Christ. That's true. You know, so, you know, I pray the Lord would give you the power, the strength, you know, the, the, the faith of a mustard seed. You know, all you need is the faith of a mustard seed. Have faith that, that you can forgive, that you can. And just give it to the Lord. Amen. How you been? How you been? Doing okay. Doing okay, Bobby. Doing better than I deserve. Okay. God bless you, my brother. Thank you for the prayer. God bless you. God bless. Good night. Good night. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, you know, if you'd like to uh, ask a question or pray for somebody, then I encourage you to call in. We're more than halfway through the program already. Number is one eight eight eight. 995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you have a prayer request, if you need to pray about something, if you want to pray for somebody or ask a question, uh, call in tonight. Again, the number is 1-888-995-5552. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Steve from Monrovia. Hey, Steve. Hey, Hey, Sam. How are you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing? Um, not, not as good as you. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, not as good as you. Okay. Well, how, can, uh, but, mm-hmm. how can we pray for you tonight? 
Well, I, I've not heard a, an update about your brother-in-law uh, from a couple months ago, and I've missed uh, quite, a, uh, quite a few shows, so I, I'm wondering what the update on him is. He's doing he's doing well. They took off the uh, the chemotherapy uh, machine, and he's got a couple of weeks. Uh, well, this week he, I think he's going for a test to see how the chemo and how the uh, the radiation is done. But thank you for your prayer, and thank you for your concern. It's awesome. Great. I, I'm so happy to hear that. So at least now I'm able to, to update my uh, prayer list. Um, other than that, um, I, I'm, I'm facing a, a, a few different surgeries um, for gallstones and, uh, and, and, and a uh, pinched nerve uh, for my neck bone that's affecting both my right hand and uh-huh. my right leg, and uh, uh, as, as well as uh, as a nerve disease that, that, that I've had for the past twenty three, one on twenty four years, that, uh, that that causes extreme pain twenty four seven. Right. Um, in addition to that, a a, a friend of mine is is also having uh, quite a lot of pain uh, as a result of a. Uh, car accident where, where she was uh, run over by a car and and, mm. and and having multiple problems. So, and what's uh, what's but, his name? Uh, uh, Lorena. Lorena. Yes. Okay. Well, let's pray, Father. I thank you for Steve, Lord. I thank you for his prayers, and I thank you, Lord, for his concern, and I thank you, Lord that you're working in his life, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you'd work through these medical problems, these gallstones and nerve problems and everything he's going through, Lord. I know that you know all that he's going through. You, you're able to sympathize. We have a high priest that has been through everything that we've been through, Lord, that we're going through, who's able to relate to us, who's able to sympathize with us. You've experienced it all, Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you would just bless Steve, Lord. Heal Steve. Lord, I pray that he would encounter, that he would experience the power of your spirit upon him, Lord. That from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would be healed, Lord. And that you would do a miraculous work in his life, Father. So that the doctors, Lord, would not be able to understand, but that we would be able to proclaim who our God is and what he's able to do, Father. And Lord, we pray for for Lorena. Lord, that you just heal, Lord, because of this car accident, Lord, he's, he's, he's experiencing pain and suffering. But, Lord, you can relieve the pain and suffering. You can heal. So we just pray. We thank you, Lord, for his healing, for, 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 his, for you sustaining him, Lord, through this accident and protecting him. And I know, Lord, I know that I know that I know that you hear our prayers and that you answer each and every prayer. So I just pray for Steve and Lorena that they would be blessed and healed in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. 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 Okay, my yeah. friend. Thank yeah. you for your prayers. Thank you for praying for, 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 for my nephew. And we'll continue to pray for you and, and Lorena. Uh, wonderful. All okay. right. God bless. Thanks, my friend. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Melissa. Hi, Melissa. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Uh, Hi. Uh, Melissa, you need to turn off your radio or, or lower okay. it down because there's a 10-second okay. delay and you won't okay. be able to talk to us. So so how can we pray for you tonight, Melissa? Um, I was calling to ask for, to request a prayer for discernment, um, for, for good health, for um, perseverance, for strength in this battle that I'm fighting within, against the enemy within me. And I'm praying for a better relationship with my whole family, and especially my, um, especially my children. And I'm praying for a door to be open or a sign. I'm, I'm praying for uh, help. Amen. Um, Amen. Father, I just pray for uh, Melissa. And I'm, I also need a prayer request in reference to um, my addiction. Well, Father, you are the breaker of addictions. 
So I pray for Melissa, Lord, that you would break this chain of addiction, Lord, whatever it is, Father. I pray that you would just destroy it, take it out of her life, Lord. Lord, that you would free her, Lord, to follow you totally and completely. Lord, that her life would be surrendered to you and that you would bless her, Lord, and give her discernment and wisdom, Father. That you would give her a great relationship with her family and her children, Lord. That you would just do abundantly, exceedingly, beyond what we ask, Lord. And everything that she mentioned tonight, Lord, it's to better her relationship with you and with others. That she would draw closer into your presence and that she would be blessed, Lord, with your power and your strength to walk in this world. Lord, to, to walk in this world and be light and be salt. To just do all that you desire her to do through the power of your Holy Spirit. We just pray an abundant blessing upon her, Lord, that you'd open the doors that you'd want her to walk through, Lord, and close those doors, Lord, that you want her to stay away from. Lord, that you would order and dictate and just just bless her steps, Lord. Order her steps and show her and bless her. Lord, show her where to walk and what to do. Lord, just encourage her and guide her in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, Melissa. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Michael. Hi, Michael. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Oh, thank you very much. Um, well, thank you for this broadcast and uh, just the power of prayer. I thank God for that. And I Amen. Thank you for that, first off, yeah. Um, I have a prayer request for, I, I would have to say that she's now my ex-fiance, uh-huh. um, mother of my two-year-old daughter, Serafina, and um, she has recently experienced, um, let's say, a lot of impulsive actions leading her to, I guess, a current mental health crisis. Mm. And um, she's taking a break from the family, and she is with her family in another state. Right. And um, I have all faith in God, but I, I do worry about her. So if we could just pray sure. for her walk with Christ and her soul and just to have God guide and protect her, that would Amen. be amazing. And I and I have maybe a question or maybe some guidance. Okay, let's 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 pray first, and then we'll deal yes. with the question. Father, her name is Bettina. <clears throat> What's her name? Bettina. Bettina. Father, we just we stand in the gap, Lord. Michael and I, we come before you, and all the listeners who are praying right now, Father, we just stand in the gap for Bettina, Lord. That Lord, you are the God who gives sound mind. You are the God of a sound mind. You're the God of a healthy relationship and a healthy body. We pray for this woman, Lord, that she would have a sound mind, that she would come to you, Lord, and seek you, and that you, Lord, would bestow upon her the blessing of health and the blessing of a sound mind, and, Lord, to be able to deal with with every situation in her life, Lord. We just pray your blessing upon her and her family, Lord. Lord, you know, she says she's taking a break from the family, but there is no taking a break from our family. Our family is our family, Lord. It's like saying we're taking a break from you. No, Lord. I pray, Lord, that she would be in your presence, that she would experience your presence, that she would experience your power, that she would experience your love and your grace, Father. And that whatever's going on in her mind, that whatever's going on in her life, Lord, that you would be the answer to everything, Lord, that's going on. Lord, that you would just... Reveal yourself to her in a way, Lord, that she would come to her senses and that she would seek you and seek your will and that your perfect will would be accomplished in her life, Father. We just we just ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for that. So what's your question, uh, Michael? A question or maybe just a little guidance. Um, I've been born again since February of 2010, uh-huh. and it's been an amazing walk. And um, I do have to say that I'm kind of uh, I've started being steeped in the New Age community and festival community. Mm. And um, since I am so devout, I've had a lot of people come to me for questions. Uh-huh. And one of the questions that I have answered, and so I kind of want to tell you what I've told people and maybe get some guidance if that is either biblically sound or not, but people have asked me, why do we put God with a male image? Uh And my answer has been, well, you know, I don't personally feel like God can be constrained to a sex, 
whether uh-huh. it's male or female. Right. But when but when God walked Earth as Jesus Christ, Jesus happened to be male. Mm-hmm. So through time and context and language, we have put the word "he" with God. So am, am I am I okay saying that? Because I I feel like. That might be the answer, but I definitely yeah. just was compelled to call you and well, and maybe should I be helping people with that sort of answer? Well, no, I, I understand your answer, and it's a perfectly sound answer. But I would answer it. I would add to it. And okay. you know, when Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman in 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 the Gospel of John, he told her, yeah, yeah, he yes. told her that uh, the Father is seeking those who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. And he told her that God is spirit. So we need to look at God differently than we look at each other. We see each other as male and female. And even that is getting blurred in today's culture. Sure. You know, yeah. the, the the gender thing, you know, male and female. God created us male and female, but he is not, he is neither male or female. He is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we're looking at God in all in, in an entirely wrong way. We right. see him as male because he's revealed himself in a way that we can see him, that we can understand him, that we can relate to him. And there's, exactly. you know, and and the, the 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 fact that he revealed himself as as a male, or uh, when he came to to Earth, he came as a male, is totally irrelevant to his existence, to who he really and truly is. He is spirit. He's neither male or female. But then he, but, but, but who did he create first? He created Adam. And he, right. created, him, uh, uh, he created him male. You know, uh, there is uh, no difference in worth between male and female. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. We're both just, both male and female are are exactly the same before God. But he created the male first, so there's an order in which God's okay. creation came. He created Eve after he created uh, uh, Adam. So oh, Adam yeah, is the... I should actually be including Adam. Right, so Adam well. is the preeminent. You know, right. he's the firstborn. He's the preeminent. He's he's not worth any more than, than Eve. You know what I mean? Well, Eve came from him. Eve from came from God. him. But that doesn't make yeah. her less of a person. Think of where she came from. He didn't take her from his head, which would, would, which would put him, which would put her uh, uh, over him. And he didn't take her from his foot so that he would rule over her or trample over her. He took her from his side. He took a rib, which, wow. which, which is equal with man, from the side of the man. Which, which which shows that that women are equal to men in every way. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no more intrinsic value to a male than than a female. Mm-hmm. We are both the same before the Lord. But there was an order in God's creation, and He created man first. So it would be logical for God to to reveal Himself as as as, as male. But that's also the what we put. Uh, titles on we put God we refer to God as he because it's just the way we see him you know uh, I I think of how different cultures portray Jesus you know the West you know uh, Western Europe portrayed him as as a a white complected or a light complected blonde-haired person but uh, in Africa they portray him as as a black man you know, sure. we all see him through the eyes of our of our culture. You know, and we see him. We see God as a, as a, uh, as the human race. We see God as a man because we see him through our culture, through the way we've been created. But yeah, that's but, a great point. <clears throat> but the the main point is that God is neither male or female. He is spirit, and we must Amen. worship him in spirit and in truth. So this this title of he, or the fact that he came to earth as a man is totally irrelevant it doesn't i don't mean totally irrelevant i mean it's not the that's not the point the point is you. no i i get it the yeah. point is that he came as a human being and suffered more than any man has ever suffered to forgive more than well, anyone has ever forgiven amen and also born of a virgin so right i yes absolutely 
Um, and you know something. You know something else. <clears throat> look at look at the heritage of Christ. Look who's included in Jesus's lineage. You, mm-hmm. you have Tamar, who 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 did. Uh, you know she she tricked her father in law uh, into having a child with her. Uh, he, he he chose Ruth, a Moabitess uh, priestess, who 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 came from a foreign land, and there was Ruth. You know, uh, not Ruth. I'm sorry. Ruth was a Moabitess, and then there was Rahab from 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 the the city of Jericho, who was a prostitute. All these women are included in Jesus's lineage. Why? Wow. Because they had faith. Because they were because they loved God. They had faith in God. They were all included. So it's not like God holds men higher than than women or women higher than men. We are all equal in His sight. You know, Amen. you know, and 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 you know, Ruth uh, married Boaz, and, and they had what was it, Obed, and then Jesse, and then David, and through David was we have the the lineage of Christ. I mean, it's amazing when you see right. that God is not prejudiced; He does not hold men uh, uh, higher than women or women higher than men. He sees us all the same, but it's just that He revealed Himself in a way that we can relate to Him. Yes. Okay. Amen. Thank you. That was. Um extremely fulfilling it filled in gaps that i didn't even know was there so thank you and thank you for your service and may god continue to bless you and your radio program thank you for your call michael okay god bless well oh wow it's it's late we we really spent a lot of time there but i wanted to uh just just touch on a few things from mark chapter 15 you know we've got a few minutes left and uh we were in mark 15 last night and uh jesus has been tried uh, in a, like a kangaroo court, really, by the chief priests and the, and the Pharisees and the scribes. And now they're looking to crucify him. They're looking to get rid of Jesus. So we see early in the morning, in the, in the first verse of Mark 15, the chief priests with the elders and scribes and the whole council immediately held a consultation. Now it says here <clears throat> that the chief priests were there, the elders, the scribes, that the whole council was there in the morning. And I'm just I was just wondering when I was reading this. Do you think Nicodemus was there? Remember Nicodemus from his conversation with Christ in in John the 3rd chapter where we get the verse uh, for God so loved the world? Nicodemus must have been there. There was also probably a man there named Joseph of Arimathea and you read about him later on in the in the in the in the chapter. But these were believers. These were believers. Nicodemus was a believer. Joseph of Arimathea were believers. What, what do you think they were going through as they watched Jesus being tried? As they watched Jesus being condemned? They knew who he was. It was revealed to them. You know, Nicodemus said, we know you're from God because nobody could do the things that you do without coming from the Lord, without coming from God. Joseph of Arimathea knew he was a believer, but yet, they stood by and they couldn't do a thing. What do you think was going on in their mind? What goes on in your mind when you see evil? When you see something being done? Do you just stand by and let it go? Or do you speak up? You know, Frank Sontag is doing a a, a week a week long show next week. He's doing a whole thing all next week on racism in the culture and racism is the church. What do you do when you see racism or you see persecution or you see prejudice? Do you stand up? Do you talk about it? Do you expose it? How about when there's wrong doctrine or when there's wrong teaching? When you know something that you hear or something that you see on television goes against the Bible, do you speak up? Do you talk about it? You know, I don't think... I know Nicodemus and, and, and Joseph, they couldn't do anything to save Jesus. But do you think they regretted not saying a word or not saying anything? I don't, I, don't think any, I don't think anything is recorded of them speaking up. But don't you think you should speak up? Don't you think you should be ready to defend the word of God, to defend the Bible, to defend Christ? You know, <clears throat> we just had a caller, <clears throat> Michael who's defending who God is. 
defending the fact that God revealed himself as a man. You know, big deal. God revealed himself as a man. God can, re- you know, God revealed himself as a burning bush. God reveals himself how he desires to reveal himself. But look at this. God reveals himself. God condescends. I mean, God comes down. He comes down to talk to us. He came down in, in, in a burning bush. He re- revealed himself to the Israelites. He revealed himself to Moses. He speaks through the prophets in the Old Testament. God comes down to talk to us sinners. Look at what look at the story of Isaiah. How Isaiah was taken into the very presence of God, and he said, "Woe is woe am I, for I am a man of unclean lips." And the Lord sent an angel to take a coal and and touch his lips with a coal from the altar to cleanse him. God has come down to deal with us. And to deal with us in his grace, not in his justice. You know, we deserve justice, but we receive grace and we receive mercy. And isn't that something to share? Isn't that something to talk about? You know, the Bible tells us to be ready to give an answer in gentleness and respect to anyone who would ask us about the faith that lies within us. The Bible tells us to... To, to defend the gospel, to defend the word of God, to contend earnestly for the faith once delivered to all the saints. But do we? Do we speak up? Do we speak up? You have a voice. And more than that, you have the power of the Holy Spirit living within you. Don't be afraid to stand up for Christ. Don't be afraid to stand up for your faith. Don't, be, don't live in fear what people are going to think about you, what people are going to say about you. You know, at the end of the chapter, Joseph took courage and he went to Pilate and he asked for Jesus' body. Do you know what that meant? That meant that Joseph exposed himself as a Christian. He went to Pilate and he asked for Jesus' body that he, would bury, that he could bury Jesus in a tomb. And he exposed himself as a Christian. He exposed himself as a believer. Can you imagine the persecution that Joseph might have received at the hands of the scribes and the Pharisees after that? Can you imagine him losing his place in the council and in the temple? Revealing himself to be a Christian, a follower of Christ? But he took courage, and he did. He did. Take courage, my brother. Take courage, my sister. Stand up for Jesus. Stand up for your faith. Know what you believe. And be able to tell people why you believe it. Well, as you can tell, that music's playing in the back of, in the background, and we're we're just about done for tonight. But I want to encourage you to stand up for your faith. I want to encourage you to come out and worship with us on Friday nights. Worship with us on Sundays. The address is eight hundred five North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. I hope you'll consider coming out. I hope you'll consider, you know, just. Uh, supporting us with your prayers and supporting us with uh, a, a donation, you know you'll hear the the address where you can send in your donations. You know we're a listener sponsored program, so anything you can send in will help. Well, as I can as I said, we're just about done. So I hope you'll join us for Friday nights at eight, and then Sunday mornings at ten. We'll be back here next Saturday night at midnight, praying for your prayer request and seeking the Lord for His will and His 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 word. So Jantunchi. God bless you and good night.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.